Hey everybody, welcome to another exciting edition of the Common Sense Show. We are in our guest segment and we're so glad you stayed with us. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we have a guest on today we're going to get, go to in just a moment. Her name is Dr. Sherry Edwards. We've had her on radio before, but it's been a while. And she's a frequent visitor on the commonsenseshow.tv. Very popular segments with great analysis with a science that we're going to break down for you again. In case you're joining us new and you go, Dr. Sherry Edwards, hmm, bioacoustic analysis. Could you tell us about that? Yes, we will. And then we're going to show you how it works. In other words, we're going to actually do some analyzing of contemporary figures and try to let you know what it is they're really up to. You know, it's kind of a watch what they do, not what they say kind of thing. So we're going to get into that with Sherry, but before we do, we got to pay some bills. And I just wanted to, again, reemphasize this. Our economy could not be in worse shape. And, you know, there's going to be a, yet another round of stimulus coming through the all-democratic government. And we're already sitting at $32 trillion and rising. It's only going to get worse. Are you ready for what's about ready to happen here? Do you have your assets diversified? If you've got assets to protect, if you've got an IRA, if you've got significant money in the bank, you really need to hear what I'm telling you. Noble Gold can do conversions. Noble Gold can get you ready to get through all this with minimal amount of damage to your portfolio. Otherwise, you might end up like my mom's side of the family when they went from riches to rags in a couple of short weeks during the Depression. The choice is yours. Noble Gold will put no pressure on you. And how do I know? Because I'm not just an advertiser. I'm a happy customer several times over. Give them a call. 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. And, of course, if, if we're looking at economic catastrophes, and I believe we are, you also need to look at food storage. Do you have what you need? Now, we've had Bob Griswold on, our resident survival expert. He says, if you don't have a minimum of six months plus some seeds, you've got a problem. Well, we don't sell the seeds, but we do sell the food. And we sell quality food at the lowest price out there. And right now, there's a special on the four-week package. And if you want to accumulate large amounts of food quickly, this is the most inexpensive way to do it. Because for every four-week increment you order you get the 20% savings. It's as good as it gets in the industry right now. It's number one priced, storable food with restaurant quality, 25-year shelf life. How do you get it? Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Well, that pays our bills through the hour, and we kind of do what the British do. You notice that? We put all our ads up front, and we only have ads that we think people will need. So now we've got a straight shot with Dr. Sherry Edwards, who is the founder of the science called bioacoustic analysis. I find it interesting. It reminds me a little bit of the revelations that came out of David John Oates three decades ago on reverse speech. Although I think this has much more science behind it than reverse speech. But it can get to the hidden meanings of where people are at, as well as do a health analysis. But rather than have me do a, a fumbly layman's ex explanation for it, let's welcome Sherry. 
and let's let her tell you how this works before we get into what she has discovered. Sherry, welcome to the show. Really glad you could join us on the radio side because I think we're going to expose this to a lot of people who aren't familiar with the science. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, always good to have you. So can you kind of give us a layman's view of how this works and what you can accomplish with bioacoustics? Well, there's three answers to that. The most familiar one for uh, modern people would be a young man going through puberty and his voice changes in response to hormones. And we just figured out what those changes mean in terms of genes and vitamins and proteins and things that are going on in your body. A second answer is that the brain is the central processing unit of the body and it runs on frequencies and it sends all its frequencies out to its neural network and that's how you crook your finger or blink your eye or, or whatever. There's some automatic things and there's things that you have control over. We have found a way to send signals, sound signals through the skin and it goes back to the brain and we can um, manage the frequencies that the brain and the body uses. And we use the voice to tell what's going on because the voice we found is a holographic representation of all that you are. And that comes from ancient literature when we're talking about what did our predecessors know about the voice and what did the voice tell you. It comes through the Bible. In Luke, it talks about what's in your heart will really come through your voice. And it comes down through modern science of Mayo Clinic and MIT and us of using math or the frequencies of the voice to tell what's going on with you. And that comes through John Hopkins University. And they, they discovered, it's been here for a long time, ancient times it was called a signature sound. Now it's called an auto-acoustic emission. O-T-O meaning ear. And they found out that there's a sound coming out of your ear. It's not private. Everybody can hear it. We just are polite enough not to say it out loud what people are really thinking. But um, Wendell Brown is the guy's name. And that's what I hear from people. My ears are mutated. My voice is mutated. And so we have built a science around those mutations, computerized it, and made it so that everybody can have the tools and solutions that we've created to help people with their wellness issues, their health, and with their perceptions of other people. Have you met somebody and just immediately wanted to be around them and touch them and knew they were authentic? Yeah, I've had both extremes. <laughs> those, <laughs> those that I like and those that I go keep at a distance. Well, I think that's because we are perceiving on this very subtle level, this idea that a sound comes out of your ear. And they've tried to speculate that it's the ear creating it, but it can't be because the ear canal isn't big enough and all that. It only gives like F sharp and G a little bit around there, sort of like cell phones. But it's really a sound coming from the brain. So privacy is an illusion. People really know what you're thinking and what's going on. They don't believe their own perceptions. So we have just created a computer program 
it'll automatically give you a printout of someone's voice and what they're thinking. And it's really changed my life and my history. Now, I believe this comes from God. This is a talent that comes from God for me to be able to hear this and, and do sounds and tell people about things and stop blood. And I was so flippant about it. I said one day, I don't understand why everybody can't do this. Why don't they just listen? I lost the ability for three days to hear other people's sounds. I was in a world of total chaos. I couldn't talk to other people. I didn't know what they were thinking. I, I was lost. Finally, I regained it, and that's when I decided that this is a God talent, and I want to share it with everybody. That's pretty amazing stuff. Um, the detail in which you produce these reports is stunning. Um, it, it sounds like a simple process, you know, like I'll just use a, a crude analogy again with reverse speech. You, you, you play the speech backwards and you start to hear real phrases as if you were listening forward and that's a clue. Yours is so much more complicated. Um, and it's based on frequencies. Would you agree with that? Frequencies and octaves. Okay, I understand the octaves and the frequencies. Sounds like we're talking about opera singers. But do certain kinds of emotions and certain kinds of um, um, thought processes, do they possess a certain frequency um, assignment? Absolutely, and we've made charts for people, and we give them away when they take our course. And we have a two-day course online it's 24-7. You can take it anytime you want, and we'll give you the free computer programs to learn to do it and all the printed material so that you can see. Okay, the note of C is uh, ego. And, for instance, Hillary Clinton has ego sky high. She has it in the omnipotent range of God. So she's thinking a lot about herself, and you look at her go from there. C-sharp is justice. Um... I was trying to think. Ron Paul does a lot with justice in his voice. D is self-approval, helping other people using information. E is words. F is planning. G is carrying out the plan. A is managing the plan after it's done. And B is nerves and a step between dimensions. Like you could have A440, A220, A110, all different octaves. The frequency not only tells you the emotion, and we've done thousands of vocal prints to show that this is legitimate, but the octave tells you how they're thinking about something. Is it emotional? Is it foundational? Is it creative? Is it naive? Um, we just looked at Mitch McConnell's print, and it's totally naive. He's trying to stay neutral, so whoever wins will throw him a few crumbs. So you can tell a lot about that from the printout that the computer does and also from your own interpretation because it's the balance of the notes and the octaves that give you a lot of information. There's no secrets. Can you assign from your analysis um, motives behind the um, uh, emotions? Like you mentioned, Hillary is uh, egotistical to the point of uh, self-perceived omnipotence. Um, is she dangerous? 
Um, can can you look at that your your data and uh, and arrive at those kind of conclusions? Yes, you can see split octaves, and that's people who are not even in touch with their own thinking ability. And with Hillary, she just has not accepted the fact that she's not relevant anymore, and she's trying desperately to make herself relevant to put her in a position of judging others. But it's from a naive fantasy perspective. So you can see her motives are not for the people are giving being good to people. Her perceptions are about I want people to think of me in this way and that's what I'm I'm creating. It was almost laughable when I did her voice about that uh, gutsy women book. It was not about her producing a book. It was about her showing the public that she can make judgments about other people that were legitimate. And to me, that was just laughable. Hmm. That's, yeah, I, 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 her ego has been in uh, evidence since she was first lady. I said the same thing. I mean, what first lady comes up with a health care plan? I, I've never heard of such a thing. And a lot of us were taken back. But but she's purported to be very dangerous. You don't want to be on her list because she has ways of dealing with people who are her enemies. So many people in the political spectrum, in the alternative media, believe that she is homicidal. You cross the line with her, you're going to pay the ultimate price. Do you see anything that would indicate what we perceive po politically and personally from her, uh, from her charts? Well, she wants a lot of control, but she has no foundation for the control. I tried to find a vocal print of her when one of her staff who had written, or somebody had written something about her, the guy was murdered in the park. Assange did some um, uh, reports about it, that they were trying to badger him about what this guy said to him and who was behind it. I couldn't find it, but there is, there's a trail, and it's on the Internet. There's a trail of how many people have been murdered that were in her and Bill Clinton's way. So I believe her need to not have anybody tell anything negative about her is a real incentive to negate the other person, get rid of them. Uh, I'm thinking as I look at some of these people, we're looking at a mafia kind of thing going on here when we look at people's vocal prints. That if the guy's in your way, get rid of him. Now, I'll tell you a story or what is going on right now. Think of the old Roman uh, arenas where the um, loser had to die. Now what's happening, not only does the loser have to die, but in America, the spectators who rooted or the loser have to die. And that's what they're going after. Listen to what Kamala Harris is saying. We're going after Trump first, get rid of him, kill him off, whatever. And then we're coming after you, and we know who you are. We know who voted. Who was it? Brennan the other day said uh, that domestic terrorists, um, libertarians, yeah. are domestic terrorists. That is a sure, you have a psychological background, a sure sign that somebody is not secure in their own space, their own thinking, is they have to say bad things, they have to put people down, 
they have to get rid of anybody that goes against them so their position can get stronger. I think the Democratic Party is putting out that yeah, I, I would agree totally. A lot of people have said this on the political side too without the benefit of your science. But Brennan's observation was really bad because when you talk libertarians, to me, you're not now talking about people who might oppose you. You're talking about trying to control and eliminate people who just don't care about what you say. I mean, they're indifferent to it. And that's how I look at a lot of libertarians. Like, okay, you government people, you go do what you want. We're going to do our thing over here. But they're not opposing what Harris is doing. They're not trying to throw her in jail. And here, Brennan is saying, we need to go after you unless you're not enthusiastically on our side. That's how I took that. Do you have anything to indicate that is an accurate observation? Yes, that's a public statement. They feel powerless. And I've been trying to trace all this down. Brennan lied at the, the Senate hearings. And think about when Obama sent Lois Lerner to go after Ron Paul. Nothing bad happened to her. She was allowed to plead the fifth. For those of you who um, don't remember, she was ahead of the IRS. Right. And she, after all the Tea Party people, and tried to kill them, shut them down, um, financially ruin them. And they took her to court because she was, did something against the Tea Party people. She lied. We did her vocal prints. She was totally lying. And nothing happened to her. Actually, she was rewarded. She was given a big settlement and uh, she could retire. I think that was the first very public overt statement that you can do something and get away with it. That's this, this, some of the decision where we became a savage country, not a civil country. I, there's a big mistake by the Republicans that they tried to remain civil. Where Michelle Obama said, we're going to kick you when you're down and things like that. That's not civil. Think about even in sports. The team that wins doesn't go after and try to crucify the team that lost. We are more civil than that, but our political system is not showing that. Uh, we have a political system that is vicious and vindictive. That's not America. Think about we were founded on freedom what the Democratic Party is doing. Take Pelosi, for instance. And I have a video of her standing up in front of her, her people, our constituents. This is the way we make a lie stick. We say the lie. We give it to you guys. You take it to your local papers. The papers repeat it, and it becomes a planned smear. If somebody was really confident in themselves, they wouldn't have to smear other people. And they wouldn't have to try to hurt the other people. Look at what they're deliberately trying to hurt Trump by uh, killing his daughter's dress business. By Look at Michelle Obama. She was on, what, 80, 90 covers. And Melania was on one. They're trying to be vicious to the people he cares about. Those are just a couple of examples. 
You don't do that if you are a healthy, mentally healthy, psychologically healthy person. You do that if you are a sociopath or a psychopath trying to destroy any and everything that doesn't believe in you. Look at what has happened in other countries. They have not survived. Only America, where the people are free, have survived down through the edges. Well, freedom is not in their agenda. It really isn't. Um, is Hillary trying to get back into the political spectrum from your analysis of her? Absolutely. What do you think That's her objective is? Because she's not going to be president. No, but she's going to, she wants power and she's sucking up to Pelosi right now. I just reviewed an interview that she did uh, with Pelosi. And they are two peas in a pod. Interesting. Is Pelosi as dangerous as Hillary? I believe uh, Pelosi is more dangerous because a lot of people don't even uh, believe Hillary anymore. She's over the hill. They're done with her. But police, uh, Pelosi is in there wielding a, not a hammer, a machete, a hatchet, trying to take down anybody who's her enemy. I wouldn't mind if Pelosi just fell off the planet. <laughs> she is, uh, yeah, she's been unbelievably vicious, but I don't know if you know her background or not. Would it surprise you to know her maiden name is D'Alessandro, as in Mafia D'Alessandro, Black Nobility Mafia D'Alessandro from Baltimore? I believe it because she has that narcissistic, what I want is the only thing that matters kind of attitude. And, and then kind of a uh, scorched earth policy on her way to her objectives. Um, did you get to look at, when you do the science, do you get to look at individual issues associated with their, their inflections, their voice inflections, their frequencies? And then specifically with, with Pelosi, now that she's not going to be able to pursue impeachment in a meaningful way, have you looked at that at all? I have, and one of the things that she said in her speech was, it breaks my heart, it breaks my heart to have to do this. What a miserable person, a lie. I did that one sentence, and in that one sentence, she had a score of, a ridiculously high score, and I am God, I am ego, you are nothing. That's what her prince said. I am God, and everything else didn't matter. You are nothing. That was the message she was sending to the people, and we have a printout of that. But when she clutched herself, oh, it breaks my heart. What a filthy lie. I have created a program called Nano Voice and another one called Invoice that you can look at people's motives, and you punch a few buttons, and out pops the um, information. We've done this on thousands and thousands of people. And you can take one sentence at a time, or the whole thing, and you can see what the motive is. The motive of Schumer and Schiff and Pelosi is control from a God level, an omnipotent control. Americans don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like being controlled. I don't like being censored. And we have written a whole manifest, oh, I shouldn't call it manifest, a list of what people can do. People feeling hopeless 
and like they can't fight this at all. But we've written an article, I think I sent it to you, of things that people can do. Pelosi, we need to get these local people out. She's been there, what, 30 some years? She's gotten too big for her britches, kind of. And it really is the mafia in mentality coming in and taking over in the area and then this area and then the next one and the next one. We need to get out these people who are really not for the people. And Pelosi certainly is not. Pelosi is for her own ego, her own aggrandizement, her own control to see if she can make you dance. And by the way, Biden is nothing more than a Pelosi puppet. She's seeing how she can make him dance. And if he quits cooperating, she'll get rid of him. Interesting. Um, I'd like to know more about the inside of the scenario, but yeah, let's shift to Biden a little bit because we have not brought him up yet. Um, He comes out on the first day with incentives from his executive orders, most of them climate change related based on basically no science at all. And he gets rid of uh, somewhere around 55, 60,000 jobs, people who no longer can support their family in the midst of a lockdown economy. Um, I would judge that to be soulless, evil, uh, lack of empathy. So, so that's my, that's my psychological analysis. Tell me how that matches with what you know about Biden from your science. Well, I believe we should look at people's actions, not their words. And he's saying unity, unity, yet tear down a fence that's already built and paid for, tear down a pipeline that's already built and paid for and in use and helping decrease gas costs for us. But let's get rid of this because that was Trump's idea. And Trump has to be blamed for you know, the sun coming up every morning or not coming up. That's a bad example. Um, they did things strictly to demean Trump and to spread lies and tell people that Trump was the problem. Biden is the problem. Biden, from his, we can do his vocal print from his health, he has vascular dementia. Mm-hmm. That's why he makes all those mistakes. And he can be controlled with medication and foods. His wife is very, very worried, but he is following somebody else's agenda. Somebody else is pulling the strings. And I believe that it's consortium of Italy and Venezuela and China and Ukraine. I believe there is a consortium of people who have blackmailed Pelosi and Schumer and and Romney and those people to do their bidding. Um, One of the things um, I'm debating about whether to talk about this. um, Oh, please do. (laughs) Well, they get them to do one thing for money and then they've they've got them and they can make them do the next thing for money and the next and they've got these people in their pocket, and it's money. Pay off with money until we get rid of greed and put people first. This is not going to work. And you look at Obama first coming in there and bowing to kings, and 
I think his group, this is Obama's group, and he is now really pushing the buttons of Obama and all of them. Look at all the people put in Biden's cabinet. The majority of them are Obama. Biden's taking his orders from Obama, and Obama doesn't give crap. He's not emotionally involved. He's power, mental driven. And he, I think his mentality is America caused chaos in the United States, in the world with slavery and going into other countries and being able to protect them. They're trying Obama at the spearhead. They're trying to put America in a position that it can't defend itself, divided we fall, nor can it defend any other country. That's the position he wants America in, and you can see it throughout his administration that he is putting America second. Think about this reparation stuff. Okay, just an example. If my dad, he's dead now, but um, if he was in jail for murder and he couldn't live out his sentence, they would come after me to finish his sentence. I didn't have anything to do with it. That's what this reparation is about. American citizens right now, because you were born in America, you need to be punished. You need to pay for what America did in the past to the rest of the world. It's not my fault. I shouldn't have to fill out anybody else's um, deeds. And if you look in my um, past, you'll see that in the 16th uh, century, there was black. Afro-American entered into my bloodstream. Do I get some money for that? Just because that's my genetics, I should be paid a lot of money. And Biden stands up there and says, we're going to distribute all this money to blacks, to Italians, to immigrants. He leaves out America. He's trying to make us fight. That's what America is built on. You come here from Ireland, we incorporate you into who we are. They're trying to separate us back into these little units to nitpick and fight with each other, even households. My husband and I had a fight about this because he read somewhere that Atifa was just a name. It really wasn't an organization. I said, I'd like you to really look at the evidence, not take somebody else's word for it because it's fake. So, number one, censorship. Number two, don't allow yourself to be divided. So when we look at Biden, he's doing nothing but um, doing the bidding of someone else. And if he balks, they'll kill him. So he's going to continue to do their bidding. So they decide they don't need him anymore. The only good thing I can see out of any of this is causing Americans to be less complacent and to get up and do something on their own to accept that change needs to happen yeah well is there any is there anything on your spectrums about courage because let me just back up and say this i get to encounter courageous americans every day that follow me that are in my audience but when i go outside an audience and say my own or steve quayle or someone like this what I find are people who are like little soy boys. 
They have no courage. They stand for nothing. They believe in nothing. And they're looking just to stay out of the way to avoid conflict because they're such sissies. And this characterizes many males that I see in our society. In fact, the, the, the people who stood up the most to the lockdowns on the rights of their businesses were the women in this country, not the men. There were some men that did, yes, but overwhelmingly, as I covered this individually, it was women. Um, can you tell us what's going on with that? Well, McConnell's vocal print is like this. At the very bottom of the screen, we, we fill out a screen that's six layers high and 12 nodes across. And the very bottom layer, and this is all what we teach in that free class for you, uh, it's at soundhealthoptions.com. If they have no foundation, no bottom layer, they are dealing with somebody else's ideas. The next layer up is um, control. The next layer up is emotions. The next layer is naive. McConnell has a lot of naive and no foundation. So he's just looking for crumbs for whoever wins. The next to the top is fantasy. They want it to happen. They are willing it to happen. And then the top layer is omnipotence. I'm better than everyone else. If you see somebody with a lot of C-sharp, which is justice, and truth and that's what they'll stand strong for and then standing strong for the betterment of all concerned is the noted B so it's this combination of things that tells you what's really going on in someone's vocal print and I've heard a lot of podcasters be very uh, down but they're trying to be up for their audience because people are losing hope and so you can see that it's just wishful thinking, and they have a lot of naivete in their voice, and that's the zero octave. So but, you can tell me. Yeah, I, I think there's reason for the loss of hope, though. Let me just lay this out for you. In days gone by in our country, if we didn't like the people that took it over, like Obama, we had the ability to turn this around and bring in someone new like Trump. But now... We live in a country where it's not the election was the fraud. Now the entire election process is the fraud. And it's under the control of people who are in charge. And they'll do anything to maintain that power. See, that's where I think the hopelessness comes from, from people that do what I do. Because you're, you're wondering, even if we wake everybody up, you could win 80% of the vote and still lose the election. Now, there's a lack of leadership and a lack of steps to know what to do. Number one thing people can do is get off of Google and Twitter because how they're making their money is they're selling our information. If we just totally abandon them, they have nothing to sell. They're using us, yet dictating. We can control that. Refuse to be censored. Abandon fake media. I love Epoch news or times i don't know if you've seen them yeah I'm, I, they're very good they are but that still doesn't fundamentally change that we're playing in a rigged game and i don't see any prospect of turning it around since we don't control the mechanism well if we can get this stuff from italy out and i've seen that on several podcasts and i've done uh marie zach's voice she has two stories she's only telling one of them 
if we can get the other story out of her, maybe the truth can come to the top. Interesting. Do you have any indication about the nature of the hidden story from Marie? I think she really knows more than she's telling. She knows who's behind this. Um, just like when we did Sydney Powell, we knew she was a strong candidate, but we also knew she didn't have enough information. Nobody was sharing the information with her that she could have used to pull all this uh, out into the open. I don't know who's going to be the lawyer for Trump's impeachment um, on Monday, but I really hope it's somebody like Sidney Powell, who is a fighter like Trump, but she just didn't have enough information. They weren't sharing everything with her. There's some hidden agenda here that I need to look at. Soros is one of them. We did his vocal print, and he too, like Obama, believes that America is to blame for the suppression of everybody on the planet and that Americans should pay the price, even though it was their ancestors and they had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I, well, that Antifa person who's now been charged with intent to murder um, Trump supporters, uh, he got his funding from George Soros. That has now come out. So very... Also, AO, AOC got funding from him. I think he sponsored her campaign. Well, kind of. This is something I know a little bit about, but but I, I believe in the overlap. And And here's what I mean. Ocasio-Cortez was doing wet t-shirt contests in bars. I kid you not. I'm not saying that for a fact. That's a fact. Uh, Low-life, educated, liberal, without a moral compass. This is who she is. And she gets picked by two ex-Bernie Sanders campaign leaders in something called the Social Justice Democrats, and that they wanted to do was to recruit people to play out an extremist environmental agenda. She did not write the um, New Green Deal. That actually was the creation of the brain trust of Franklin Roosevelt, and he rejected it for being too extreme. And they took that, and they said, okay, this is yours, and you've passed our tests, and we're going to have you run for Congress, and we're going to fund you. And the way they, they do this is they run them against Democrats who are more centrist, more to the middle. And she won against uh, an incumbent Democrat of, I think, to 10 years. And she has this extreme agenda. And she's carrying out the agenda as a uh, person on a mission, but not someone who I think is really vested in this. In other words, she's been handed, a, 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 like the whole squad, Rashid Tlaib, all of them have an agenda to carry out whether they personally believe in it or not, I couldn't tell you. But I can tell you this is motivated from Bernie Sanders. And when you're talking Bernie Sanders, you're talking George Soros, too. Well, you look at her as the face of the squad, but one of the other ones, the real short, little skinny one, I can't remember her name. Oh, Ileana Amor, Amor, yeah. Yeah, she's the gun. She's the one that is the assassin and calling the shots in that squad. So you look at um, AOC, she has no foundation. It's with the other one. And we did a whole yeah. series on the squad, and I'll send it to you if, if your people want it. 
I'd love, I'd love to see a big kit. Could you kind of give us a, a summation of what you found? Uh, of each person, I would have to go back and look. How about generally? What, 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 what's your walkaway impression from the work you did? Power, and it's from other countries. They're not taking their message from Americans. They're taking it from somebody way above them. Um, and each person had a personal agenda to it. They are a thorn in Pelosi's side, so I like that. But they're not going to get their way. They're too extreme. Get rid of the police. But we've got these, these young people who want everything free. Me, me, me. All these narcissist kind of people. And that's the way I see her. Only with these young people, we're going to get rid of student loans. Well, Biden backed down on that, and he's not going to do it. They're breaking all these promises to these people that wanted all these freebies, and that's going to be their downfall. But it, an assassin, I've done a few assassins in this um, one of the squad, the little one whose name I can't remember. Omar, she yeah. The local pimp. Did you say her name? Yeah, Ilian Omar. Yeah. She has the vocal print of an assassin, and she doesn't care who gets in the way or who's in her um, circle. She doesn't care about people. She cares about an agenda, a mindset that she grew up with, that people who oppose you must die. Interesting. Before anyone knew who she was... She was uh, a self-appointed spokesperson for CARE and, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Middle Eastern organization here in America designed to promote the equality of uh, Muslims. And I have no problem with the mission on its surface, but they go a lot further than that. And she was one of the persons that went further. And I covered a couple of speeches that she made. And this was before anyone knew who she was. There was no such thing as the squad. She was not a, an elected official at all. And basically it was, if you get in my way, you're going to get eliminated. There's a movement coming that's going to sweep all of you opponents of ours aside. Evil is evil can be. And this is well in advance of the squad. And I, and I, wrote, I wrote the article. I said, this woman's dangerous. Dangerous. And I said, if CARE as an organization cares anything about their self-image, their public image, they'll, they'll, they'll disassociate from her. Well, they didn't. They promoted her. And then the Sanders people went and recruited her to the social justice movement of the Democrats. You see, Sherry, I'm going to say something to you, and I bet you've got data to acknowledge this. There are two animals called Democrats today. One of the old Democrats promise you everything, deliver nothing once you're in office. The old familiar, you know, let's use the black vote, but let's not give black people anything. And then there's the group who are the extremists. They are the Nazis. They are no different than uh, Stalin, Mao, Hitler. They'll round up groups. They'll, they're prepared to eliminate them to achieve a political agenda based on total control and wealth redistribution. And that's the squad. And that's why they oppose Pelosi. There's an internal war in the Democratic Party right now between those extremists I just mentioned from the squad and the traditionalists of Pelosi and Schumer. And by the way, the mainstream media 
supports the extreme part of the Democratic Party because when Leslie Stahl did her 60 Minutes interview with Pelosi, she gave her 10 minutes to crucify Trump on unfounded facts. And then she got Pelosi got challenged because she's not grooming the younger member. She's 80. Her number two is 81. Why aren't you grooming the Ocasio-Cortezes of your party? So to me, the mainstream media is signaling right there. They want this extremism, no constitution, no liberties, no personal property ownership, no cars, no gas. Okay, so that's kind of what I see going on internally in the Democratic Party right now, because that's the next revolution in this country is in, inside that party. Do you see anything yeah. to support our observations politically? Yes, kill them from the um, inside, <clears throat> inside the I just uh, brought up uh, uh, I don't know why I can't remember her name Ilhan Omar I just brought up her vocal print and she wants to do away with uh, customs enforcement here's some of the things that the computer said about her we'll turn on you in a second lacks loyalty fantasy that she is important tolerate individual Freedom of thought is not allowed. Anyone not wanting America to be as she sees it is wrong and must be destroyed. She may have forgotten 9-11, but not the majority of Americans have. Remember she said that was a little thing? Uh -huh. The end justifies the means. These are the kinds of things that come out in these reports. Wants to use words to create influence. I doubt her handlers know how vicious she really is and can be. That's my thought. Well, they have to know. And here's why I say that, Sherry. I, I have uh, remnants of her speech. I'm going to go research that on my website. Um, I wrote this article, I'm going to say 2013. Uh, no one ever heard of them at that time. And yet I was taken back by the viciousness of her content of her speech. Uh, and she hated everything that was traditional America. Hated it. And how she ever got elected with those thoughts is beyond me. Money? See, you hide the yep. motives. Do you know what they're doing now? They've done this in Kingman, Arizona. They elected a mayor up there. Um, her name is Jen Miles. And she's ran as a conservative Republican, lied about her policies and what she was going to represent. And then all of a sudden they discover this is not a Republican. She's behaving like a Democrat. So the people up there who are seeking to recall her from office did some research on her. She was a member of the Progressive Alliance of George Soros. They're pretending to be conservatives, running for office, and then when they get into office, you know, the sheep's clothing comes off. And we as the local people can recall them. One other thing before we have to go, I want to... Uh let you know about I've done an evaluation of Fox News Thank and traced back where they started to turn on Trump and it was the same time that big farmer commercials started to appear on Fox Wow am I surprised no but uh, kudos to you for making that connection that is really I'm going to quote you on this because this is this is um, not surprising. 
they're, they're, the Murdoch boys who've taken over Fox for Rudolph, they have, um, they're money oriented. So what you're saying makes perfect sense. They're not philosophically oriented at all. They're money oriented. And there are very few people at Fox I trust. Well, Sherry, we're near the end here. And what I wanted to do before we close is, is you gave out some um, addresses and programs and so forth. Let's recap those quickly in about a minute. Okay, Sound Health Options, that's where all the classes and free materials are. And then SoundHealthPortal.com, that's where people can go to get free evaluations of their voice. And we do coronavirus. Um, we have a big program about gravity and how our cells are being uh, destroyed through 5G and COVID. So what we're trying to do is give people the tools and solutions to take care of themselves so we don't need big pharma. Okay. I, <laughs> yeah, I love how you put that. So we don't need big pharma. Big pharma is the evil of our society. And what they have gotten people to forget is that all medicine comes from natural. And then a lot of it goes to synthetic. But it owes its roots in natural. And what they are doing now is they're condemning the natural in the favor of their synthetics. But all I got to say, people, before you trust big pharma, and you just heard Sherry's account, but before you trust their products, please realize that when you listen to a primetime commercial, their black box warnings, their contraindications on who should take the drug that they're advertising is as long as the commercial in many cases. They're producing drugs that are dangerous. They are able to circumvent the FDA approval process. They use tricks like stacking placebo groups with high false positive people, high placebo related people. And that's just one example, but this is what they do. Sherry is 100% right in what she's saying. Sherry, this has been an amazing interview. First of all, I feel like we just started two minutes ago. Secondly, um, I wanna thank you for the expertise that your science brings. And it seems like we have a marriage between what we observe politically and what you show through your science. And it's really clear we're in a lot of trouble. And I want to thank you for bringing that forward. Unfortunately, we're out of time. But, Sherry, great interview. I look forward to having you back. And thanks for being with us on the radio side. It was great to be here. Yeah, always our privilege. Thanks, Sherry. Bye-bye.